voice. Oh, I was like really enjoying. It's real bad. I like listened to it before bed. I was like, this is so soothing to just think about Full House and a possessed Full House house. I yeah, and I did <laughs> right before bed. <laughs> I did vocal warm up before you got here because like it's a struggle for me. To, is like, it is it like a like a a mommy made me munch my M and M's? Yeah, and like kid? tongue stretches and oh my god, there's a whole your YouTube videos. Oh my god. Cool. Have you done this before? Like a what? podcast before? before no, it's my one? first. Like the first episode you heard is the first one I ever did. Did you ever do other like recording-y? No. No, actually, no. I did like, I did theater camp. Yeah, I heard you like say, I feel like such a stalker that I'm like, so I was looking I'm, on your Instagram. I'm going like, to pay attention because I feel like <laughs> I always wonder if people pay attention to me because like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like right away I was like, I want to be your friend. Yeah, I was like, you have a full house party. Like you are so. Co-. I was like, oh my god, I want to be friends with her. She's so cool. Thank you so much because I felt the same way about you. And I was like, 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 yeah. When I like messaged you on Instagram to like say, hey, can we be real friends in real life? I was yes. like, can we do that, bro? Yes. Oh my god. Um. Okay. So I already started recording. By the way. <laughs> So right. people will know how like creepy I am about like just like really wanting to make the friendship happen. I feel like it's so important, especially <laughs> with our age. You have to like make you have to like aggressively say, like, yeah. I want to be your friend. Like you're dating someone. It's like, okay. Yes. Where are we where's this going? What is this? <laughs> where are we taking this? Where do you see this? Where like, do you see this going? <laughs> do you want children? Because like if you do, like it's like I'm gonna start friendship and like I don't know if I'll like put a damper on our friendship, but I'm open to it if you are. <laughs> yeah, like it's. <laughs> oh my god! Welcome to the Full House podcast. Um, the oh house must be full. I'm your host, Moita Little. My guest is Heather. Do you want to give me like, your real name? Yeah, <laughs> my name is my brother. <laughs> I don't have a stage name. Um, <laughs> my name is Heather Flanagan. I just tried to do like a voice. Like it's weird to hear your voice. Like you sound great. Hello, like. Welcome. We should do ASMR. Well, yes, I was just thinking that. Like, hello, we're going to talk about... Do you want to chew something? want to open something like, up? We'll tap. Like, today, we're going to talk about full house. house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I wish I brought my drink. Um, do you know? Do you want to, sh- like, weirdly share? Oh, I'm afraid I would spill it on the, I a- like that the AV equipment. No, do it. Or just like, I'll take it halfway. Okay. Yeah. I have like a lot of red lipstick. I don't care. On there. Just drink from the other side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I'm so, We're I'm so worried now. about spilling. Yes. Um, it's it's really my problem, real. not yours. <laughs> 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 uh, we're there. Okay. We're episode three. Um, and so in this episode, I want to like refocus because like we deviated a little bit in the last episode. We're like, mm-hmm. I want to like remind everyone about my theory and like about yeah. the house being possessed and like, um, and in this episode, like I told you to look for an example of a punishment, because that's mm-hmm. what I do when I watch. I like, look at like the ways the house punishes people for deviating. Yes. Um, so that's like where I'm it. thinking right now. Um, and by the way, I just wanted to, I, may, I wrote a note down that said I'm going insane with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like I like my Instagram feed is like my next four pages is all full house and like oh my god spam no. pages and like it's, <laughs> I'm like it's my life like it's all I think about like I have dreams about it I love it so much because I just feel like it was so formative for so many people like our age like I'm 33 you're you're 30 right yeah like it it was just such a it was on every goddamn day. It was, was like, it though? Oh, like what channel was it? Yeah, it was on like. 
I know, like, I, later on, like, in middle school, like, with the reruns. Yeah, But, no, like, while it was on the air, it was, like, every Friday. Oh, yeah. It was, like, a every Friday. Was it a um, TGIF joint? It was. Oh, for sure. A yeah. percent it was. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was so formative. And I literally, like, I was telling you this before. I'm, like, I feel like they're, like, literally family members. Like, they were just such a part of many of our lives especially if you had like restrictive television watching like yeah. i could not watch cool things we didn't have cable and like yeah, but also my mom for was, a long like, time didn't want us watching like we didn't watch i remember like the summer we got bet and we can watch bet and like it was like the sexy rap videos like, i remember that summer 98 it's like the first year i can like had it was supposed to like hip-hop on a regular basis because before then it was just like on maybe on the radio with my friends driving us to school but like mm-hmm. it's all like our oldies r&b and like yeah that, yeah, that's it. Ugh, yeah, I was not allowed to watch MTV. I couldn't watch The Simpsons. I couldn't watch, like, anything. Actually, wait, this is, like, a great shame of mine. I wasn't allowed to watch Saved by the Bell. Like, because my parents were like, there's French kissing, which... Yeah. I, we, we, my mom never had a rule about it, but I just felt weird watching it because I knew that she wouldn't want me to watch it. Oh, my God. Like, there's so... Because it's such a cultural touchstone for so mm-hmm. many people. And then I just am, like... They're talking about yeah, dating and I, kissing and I'm stuff. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. I get that reference. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I did later, like, when I was, like, in middle school or something. Because I used to come on in the morning or in the afternoon after school. So I, I watched it then. But, like, when, no. Like, when I was younger, no, no, no. No. Yeah. No concept of it. So I feel like Full House was, like, so wholesome. And that was, like, what I had. That was, like, my access to the world. Or, like, I wasn't, like, a shut-in. I didn't, like, live in an attic or something. But like, no, you just I had access to the outside world, but it was, like, yeah, I was, like, a sheltered... I was, like, a sheltered kid. I yeah, was the oldest. like, a safe... That's why I love Full House. Like, no matter, like, what your upbringing was, you had access to it. Like, people who are sheltered like us yeah. could watch it. People who aren't still watch it. So, it's, like, it's, like, a cultural Yeah, I had never thought about for a lot that. Of people. Yeah. So, I feel like, yeah, I have, like, a theory that it's our sliding doors moment. Like, what if Full House didn't exist? <laughs> Like, what, what would our country, our social consciousness be? Because, like, we all consume this one thing together. Have mercy. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> in my, in my talk, I'll dissect, in my TED talk, I'll, like, oh dissect it. If I went to, if I, seriously, if I went back to grad school, or if I went to grad school, period, I would, like, do my research on Full House. Okay, can I tell you, I was, like, thinking about that as I was preparing for this. I was, like, she should, like, do a thesis, like, a dissertation. Because I might as well. It's so rich, and there's such a large body of work. Like, how many seasons were there? Yeah, there were eight. That's, That's so a lot much of hours time. Of TV. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, it was, like, how many people watched it, and, like, how many people were exposed to it, like, both, like, in our country and also in the world. Yeah. You know? I feel, yeah, it's going to be fascinating, because I feel like oh it's God. our, I, said, I think I said in our last episode or whatever, um, it's, like, our happy days. Yes, yes. So oh my god, like Fonzie. Yeah, it's like we're, we're gonna be referencing it, and like my kids will watch it if I ever have kids. Like, yeah, I feel like I mean I'm gonna have to probably give them some really heavy-handed talks about like gender. Oh yeah, for sure. You have to like purpose everything. You have to be, be like, like, don't internalize with a critical eye, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever gender you want to be, like that's what you are. It's a construct. men can be friends. Like it's okay. You can yes. touch if you're a boy. You can have hug your boyfriends. It's fine. Yes. Yes. So yeah. lots, it's like, it's hard because I, I also wanted to say this going in, like, I feel like I have critiques of it and I like don't, it's like when like you can talk shit about your family, but other mm-hmm. people can't. Mm. Like, I'm like, I don't, I also don't want you to feel like when I, I'll if I go in. in, 
on Full House, I would just know it's from a place of love, and it's like I want I want my racist <laughs> uncle to do better. Like, like that's like how I feel. Okay, I can, like, you, I'll I'll give you the space to do that, but I won't internalize any of it. Like, don't I'm just like don't like, be don't be hurt. Like if I like because I, I just can't assure like you know I can't guarantee it'll go into my system and I'll accept it. But like you can say it, but I probably won't listen to you. <laughs> God, I just like I, I just love to be heavy-handed about um, Equality, gender, gender like, and race know, and class. And things, yeah, like, like that. You're like you're picky like that. Okay, I get it. You know, <laughs> these modern ladies—they just have so many things to say. <laughs> do you uh, want more? Do you want more drink? Do you, I'll, I'll hold off. Okay. Um, so yeah, this is season three, episode one, two. two because episode. what I realized last night was that Tanner's Island. Oh the God, that's Hawaii a good one. episode is right before. We have that to go one. that. We have to go back and watch that one too. I definitely want to cover that I one. That's love a good one. That that is so. Oh my God. That's, that's a lot of like problematic like cultural things too. So <laughs> offensive. <to laughs> but it's so people. good. But like, it's like Danny at its peak t- neuroticness. The clipboard of family fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god! It's like, like Danny at his best. It's everyone at their best. Yeah, it's peak them. Yeah. Oh, it's so, so this is episode two. Um, the name of the episode is "Back to School Blues," and it's where DJ starts junior high. Oh, <laughs> so so let's just jump into it. Oh, yeah, um, I'm like having emotions just, just feeling yeah, DJ's feelings. So I feelings. normally go beat by beat, but I thought like the cold open it was like it was just like Michelle being cute. She's just she's good at that. Like yeah. we were saying before, like it's amazing that they got a baby actor who grew into being so good at like doing they that lo- shit. They hit the ju- they hit the, with the whole cast they hit the jackpot with yeah. like how good they are at yeah. doing that stuff. Yeah. Like Stephanie's great, DJ's great, Michelle's perfect. She's so good at that. John yeah. Samus is like his like dreamy whatever self and Joey's good at being like a funny goofy. Like he's actually really talented impressionist. I mean cut stuff. it out. Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> And Except for on Star Search, he didn't that. really slay Star That's Search. That's a dark episode. I, I like was, I Instagrammed ugh. through that episode where like I was rewatching it and I just Instagrammed like the darkest moments of the episode. Oh it's so it's, it's so, so relatable dark. too, like deep professional disappointments yeah. in your thirties. Like poor Joey. I mean, I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. like I haven't accomplished anything I wanted to accomplish, but I'm great. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like <laughs> um. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, that happens, but then we get to, we see DJ getting ready for middle school with her and Stephanie in the, mm-hmm. in the bedroom, and like, she's doing her hair, and like, crucial hairspray. Yeah, and first of all, like, this episode, I feel like, I thought Stephanie represents the house, and DJ is like, trying to deviate from the house. Go into that more, because I'm very, I have like, my own, I thought about your theory, and I have my own weird, I'm like, what if it's a metaphor, blah, blah, blah. So, okay. Like, yeah, I want more of that. So, first of all, my... For everyone who's wondering, my theory is that the house is possessed by the woman who used to own it. Um, she was like a agoraphobic, and she got really attached to her tenants in the household. And then when they would leave, she would get really like sad and angry, and she didn't wanted like a house that I had people there who never left her because she couldn't go outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and so her spirit is like possessing the house, and like Danny is like the main one who internalized her spirit. Like he's like the most dedicated to keeping the house and people in the house. Mm-hmm. And in this episode, I feel like Stephanie is like the embodiment of having a good house guest, like the person, like a good, like the perfect ideal house member. And DJ is like trying to deviate from like the harmony of the house. It's so interesting because I also to get a little to be like a little deep and and sad like. I feel like um, people I know, like my partner grew up like living in apartments and like, you know, his parents were divorced and I feel like houses start to stand in for family and like certain 
like American values and like things like that. So it's interesting to this kind of idea of like everybody staying in a house and being so focused on like this house. I mean, so many scenes happen in the house and that's like sitcoms in general, but like, yeah, I think it's really fascinating how a house becomes a proxy for like family and relationships and togetherness, like in a way that like, um, I guess like the friends apartments maybe symbolize that, but like, you know, like I feel like in American culture, houses are like such a, they're so ingrained in people like owning yeah. a house, like being like, that's so deep. Yeah, and the full house like, house is so iconic. Yeah, I feel like it's also like in movies and TV, like the house, like the idea of having a certain, something set in a house, especially mm-hmm. with Hitchcock movies, like having people like the birds and like yeah. have people like go, like the house is like the character. Yes. You know? Yeah, it's a big, especially in American culture, I feel like houses are a big deal. Yeah. So I And think like it, thinking about like the full house house in particular, like how people, like there was like, it went on the market and like how it was like a big deal that the full house house went on the market oh my god who owns that jeff franklin the creator bought shut it shut up yeah and my goal is to buy it from him one day like, oh my god i secretly want to buy it it's the painted ladies right yeah. that's the like the floor like the painted ladies is like the opening shot mm-hmm. but then like the actual house house is like somewhere else oh what yeah i feel i feel shook <laughs> like not like yeah the actual house not real. by itself like with the establishing shots like it's somewhere else in the city oh my god i'm like devastated i feel like you told me that like santa doesn't exist sorry <laughs> like, sorry you heard it here first i had no idea oh my god yeah please okay we'll buy both of those houses yeah i'll buy all i'll buy the four painted ladies and then i'll also buy the, yeah. the actual full house house so oh like god. i'll cool. have a monopoly yeah. i'll create like a, a museum around it Oh my god. A full, a full house museum would be amazing. Uh, um yes, yeah, so DJ's getting ready for school. And like mm-hmm. I know I'm gonna know that her hair looks, looks really gross. If you if you pay attention to it, like her hair looks like kind of like frazzled and like crunchy. It is. I just you know what I love big hair so much. And it's like I know how dated that, that vibe is, but I I treasure it. Like but it's not it's not good. this episode must have been your dream. What? This episode must have been your dream. Because, I like, loved the it. Hair. I was thriving with all the teased hair and the, and the fashions. And DJ's wearing, like, I didn't know if you, like, I don't want to step on your toes. Do it. I just, Do it. the, oh my God, she's wearing this, like, this, like, pastel earth toned vest and, like, <sighs> these, like, pleated khaki, like, chi- is it a chino? I don't know what makes something a chino. I don't know. Like, but they're pleated beige ugh, pants. They're so pleated. It's that 80s, like, um, how everything was, like, I mean, it's come back, this, like, very, like, blousey, mm-hmm. like, large clothing. Like, it does not look good on thick women. Like, I'm, like, a thicker lady. I don't know about who Ooh. it looks good on, though. I think, like, it just looks good on really thin girls who are, like, like, I'm so cute. I'm wearing baggy thing. Like, mm. it's not, like, a Jinko for people who didn't rewatch this episode. Like, if you're thinking baggy in terms of, like, a Jinko. No, it's, no. like... It's like it fits on the top, but then like goes like out and then back in. Yeah, like it's it's very down like um, it's like a dad. It's kind of an androgynous look. Yeah, yeah. And like um, oh god, I just like the thing that I was telling you before. I was like, she looks like an eighties lady from like a crafting instructional book. Yeah, like, it's just like she's gonna teach you how to sponge paint your walls, and that's like 
what yeah. she's here for. Yeah, because I feel like because DJ is a horse girl, and I feel like she has to. Like, yeah, she like if DJ were alive today, she would have like, a YouTube channel about horses, and she would dress like oh that. God. But Michelle's the one that was riding horses in the last. Yeah, I mean, and that's spoiler she, alert: if you haven't watched the series finale, gets, uh, she gets amnesia and hurts <laughs> oh herself on the horses. Wow. Sorry, I'm getting uh, ahead of things. But yeah, the speaking of the vest, I told you that like I wore a vest <laughs> without anyone else forcing me to like I did on my on my own volition like my neighbor had like a bunch of vests that she were get, was getting rid of and I like I took it my mom like I love it I like overslept my mom and I took the vest and I wore it to school because I thought like it looked like a, it looked it was like black and it had Looney Tunes characters all over it oh oh god such a lo- it was such a Looney Tunes positive time <laughs> so, and I wore it to school because yes. I felt like oh it looks like a movie theater vest like it looks like a I worked somewhere oh my god that was the thought. I was like, I, I look like a movie theater employee. Like, that's the and vibe like, I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm, Yeah, for. I was like, cool, tight. I'll take it. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm hearing my, my mom, cackling. I'm, I'm like, my mom, like, I don't know, like, why she just let me. I love it so much. I just, because I, I, like, I was wearing a lot of vests, but they were, um like, matching. My sister and I are two years apart. We would be put in matching vests that my mom made. And they would be, like, holiday Mm-hmm. vests are like literally like dresses made out of curtains yeah i had the base shit. too like my, yeah me and my sister wore dresses exclusively until like i was like five. Oh my god she my mom made our dresses yeah i remember like yeah. the like the the, um, the pattern she would buy from walmart oh my god we would be like at joanne fabrics with her like going through those pattern books um, and i was like mom can you make me this dress and she's like no 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 she like had her preset patterns that she would <sighs> make us dresses from like she, she made her own dresses too yeah Oh, it's very like we, prairie. So many matching family like vest scenarios and mm-hmm. like very poofy. Like I was, we were also talking about the the fashion choices that Stephanie and Michelle had. I, oh, sorry, I feel like I'm like no, do it. So okay, because I'm like so. All right, so for those of you who didn't rewatch this episode recently, Stephanie is wearing this very '80s new femininity, um, like poop kind of like bigger sleeves. Like there was this kind of like pushback to feminism where there was a return to like traditional more conservative femininity so it's like ruffles it's like this prairie mm-hmm. like what do you call that 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 look with like the white bib like i know collar? What, yeah i don't know what that's it i looks like I, a bib yeah it does i don't know what the word is you see stephanie in a couple numbers like that and you see michelle in one thing like that and um i was just so God, I was like so struck by like what a kind of a weirdly regressive time, yeah. the time that we grew up in was. Yeah, and I wonder like, because my mom was all my mom was super conservative, so she was all she was like great, sweet, all like dress my yeah. children like prairie children, great. That my, was like the hit. my aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> like you look at pictures of yourself from a kid, and you're like, oh my god, this is like I feel like kids today just like wear leggings. Yeah, just you leggings, know? Like, and, like just leggings. It's fine. A top. Like a like a loose baggy top. Yeah, but like back then it was like these huge big sleeves, like velvet. I mean, I do yeah, like love very elaborate. Yeah, like puffy puffy sleeves and yeah, like the stockings, ruffles. like tights. I remember different wear tights a lot. I wore stockings, so and I called them stockings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I wore them so much. <laughs> I'm just thinking about it now. I'm like, oh god. Like I even though I'm like a lady that wears like tights and things, I don't always like it. So it's like, how did my mom? get me to do that as a kid uh, yeah i was like what yeah i guess like, we didn't know anything we didn't know anything we didn't know anything different we just knew like i just knew like, i didn't like tights but i had to wear them and like yeah it's like oh, we're going to church like this is happening yeah oh my god <laughs> oh, oh god and then gibbler comes in um and i oh. think she represents 
I wrote down that she represents the hostile outside world. The way that they're like very hostile towards her because I feel like she's like of the world. They're so brutal <laughs> to Kimmy. I have so many. But she's like very cute. She's wearing her like cute like overall like tight. It's overall. a tie dyed overall piece with like neon accents and like like a green neon sock. I think. Yeah, and she has like a cute like tie t- side ponytail. Ugh. And she's a very adorable. Kid. Kimmy is so fantastic. But they hate her. They're she so says, mean to Kimmy. She says like some inappropriate things every now and then, but and they hate her for that. They're cruel to Kimmy. I feel like they view her. They other Kimmy. Like, DJ, they, like, want to see her as this, like, good girl. And then, like, Kimmy is this, like, weird other girl. And I feel like she represents this, like, transgressive femininity where she's not... She's, like, pushing the boundaries. She's weird. She's messy. She's, like... I wrote that, like... (sighs) um, Also, I wrote down that this episode has the seven deadly sins in it. Oh my god, I didn't notice that. What can Kimmy is greed because she's like there's a moment about like her maybe I'll put a clip. I'm gonna have to put a clip here. But um she Danny tries to get like she Danny tries to give her DJ her his lunch, the lunch that he made, yeah. and then Kimmy's like, no, no, you have to give her money. Oh, whoa, yeah, totally. Um, and then the girls, um the girls are the girls are also greed, and I feel like because greed also rep- apparently I look up the definition of greed and it re- represents like wanting status and like wanting um, yeah like material things, but also status. And that the girls, like the the mean girls, are also greed, and then yeah, they're the lust with the girl, the kids kissing is lust. <gasps> it totally is. They have this line about like football, like making out on the football field every day, which as a really uncool middle schooler. I cannot fathom. I when I saw kids kissing, that's what I was like. I was like perplexed and like mesmerized. I was like, how do you even get I, to that point where I someone would no. want to kiss you? You know, you you'd yeah. be able to kiss them in public. Like I, that was like so. Like, yes. I was like shook when I saw that. Yes, yes. I didn't kiss anyone until college. Same. I was well. I had my really? first kiss when I was eight, and then I didn't kiss again until I was in college. Oh my god! I was like so. I was just very not because cool. I was just like I was like. Sh- scared and like so I was so sheltered and I was like insecure yeah. but also just awkward because I like didn't branch out until I got like much older yeah I didn't like become myself until I was much older so totally. I didn't kiss so like in middle school like I said like I didn't have any friends like, I had I had my, my friend who's my best friend now but like we we like talked and but we didn't like talk outside of school we were like we were friends with school friends you know mm-hmm. yeah but then we didn't have a lot of classes together so like if I wasn't in class with her like I wouldn't talk to anybody Oh god! Especially in seventh grade, like where seven, I started middle school in seventh grade, and then like, because we had like a, it was like it wasn't junior high, it became middle school, and then and then like I was in sixth grade, I went to school, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, but um, yeah, so like in seventh grade, especially like I couldn't open my locker, like I was like, I like (gasps) couldn't figure it out. Those lockers are so hard, and like I didn't know who to ask, so I just I just carried my books around everywhere. Like I had like a backpack full of books the entire time in in like seventh grade until the the very end of seventh. Until like the very end, I figured it out. Oh my God, I, I like want to hold my you. like my backpack would break open like and bust open like fall into the the hallway because like oh. I was like it was just like pop open. I had to tie my zipper to like, keep it closed because oh. <laughs> like I didn't I couldn't figure it out. Like I didn't know. Who to, I was like too shy and awkward to. I was like every like the first period I like, tried to open it, but I couldn't. And then after that, I just feel too embarrassed to so try to go back and open it. I'm I'm so like I wrote about it. Right now. I went oh. I went to um, film school and I wrote about a screenplay about. But the, the main character has that same issue. Oh, my God. Did so you, I let it out. Did you ever, like, do the film? No, I never wrote it. Like, I never, like, actually produced it. But, like, I wrote... And, like, oh I wrote God. it. I wrote it down. I put it down. Oh, my God. What <laughs> a relatable But, yeah, like, I was, like, so awkward. And, like, I just... Ugh, middle school sucks. And I wrote, like... We, yeah. Um, we're skipping to, like, the actual... Um, the... The... 
mushroom scene were like oh god like, oh god i have to ready myself when she like scene. she the girls are wearing all black and dj's wearing something like like pastel and the girls are wearing black Ugh, the, the, the girls, mean girls oh my god they were mean, mean girls, though like, they look amazing but they were mean yeah so dj is wearing that you know fantastic very <laughs> very um, craft <laughs> craft chic craft <laughs> she's gonna teach you how to do some crochet um and then like you know kimmy has her like tie-dye number and these girls are doing this like kelly bundy mm. like very like black there's, there's a lot of crop tops a lot of off the shoulder high ponytails with like high mm-hmm. like high bangs very teased hair makeup very made up like they're listen they look great though they were great i love a slutty look so <laughs> much i don't agree that it's like a thousand percent appropriate on someone who's like 13 like that yeah. like that's right it's weird how sexualized i feel like kids today are both like more and less sexualized than they're represented in this in this program like i feel like it was it was interesting to me like because like you know having been a teacher and having taught like middle school age kids before and then like i have um a goddaughter who's in middle school now i feel like apparently oh there was like a statistic i heard that apparently like teen pregnancy is down because like kids are just like sexting now like they're like on their phones they can like get that out so i'm like i'm wondering if maybe people were like more sexual when this was filmed but it's just like they i feel like kids don't present as forwardly i don't know it's not sexual but it's like they look very grown up and like they have like better makeup and everything but like yeah. it's not like because, because i'm trying to be sexy it's like um I just, this is how we look now you know yeah like there's just something weird about how it was on the show and maybe i guess that's like what because like I, you know i wasn't in high school until like the very early aughts so mm-hmm. you know th- yeah. that's like a 10 year difference i guess yeah i don't know i feel like also it's hard to tell because like i was just like i was raised like with a DJ type mom where like, or like a Danny type mom where like, yeah. just like you're not, you're, you can't show your skin. Like I didn't wear like short sleeves often even like. Really? Yeah, in the like, South? Well, well, my mom, oh God, my mom was super conservative and like, and so just, I just didn't, I just in turn just didn't feel comfortable showing my skin. So I just, I just did it on my own volition, yeah. you know? You internalize a lot of what your mom thinks about herself. Uh-huh. Ooh. Sorry, I've like Let me write of, that down. Oh my god, I've, I've thought about this. Like, <laughs> oh my god, girl. Like I've like thought about this so much. It's like you see your mom, how she goes around in the world, right? And so you're like, this is what being a woman is. Like, or like, yeah, and like yeah. it's like she means well, but like, and I don't know if it's a bad. I feel like I turned out fine. Like I feel like I'm happy with. Like, I mean, it, people who can't see her because this is the radio. Melita's uh, <laughs> a beauty. She's gorgeous and very cool. So yeah, that's why we're yeah. both very cool. Yeah, we you have can't see us, but we're extremely cool. We're cool people. We're like, <laughs> in case you're wondering, like, we're cool people. We're we cool and extremely hot. We're popular people. We're like, yes, well liked. Now in New York City, we're thriving. We're thriving. Oh, we're thirty. We're flirting. We're, we're thriving. <laughs> Suck it, middle school people who didn't talk to me. Ugh, so I'm in brutal. New York and I'm having I have a podcast and like, you wish you could talk to me now. <laughs> Oh, I should. I, oh, <laughs> I feel like I should say as like so that like I still have some friends from middle school, so I should I should be upfront that like I eventually yeah got middle school friends. My best friend Maria, I met her in middle school, and like she like we're we're still opposite. Like she was like she was super popular and like outgoing and oh, really? loud and like sexy and fun, but like I was just like the mirror opposite of her. Oh my god. 
Oh. And we're friends. We're, we were friends then. Yeah. And like, we're friends now. But, like, I didn't have a social life. Like, I didn't, like, do anything after school. So, like, she had her after school friends. And, like, mm-hmm. but I just saw her at school. And, like, we, we bonded, you know? Yeah. But everyone else, no. <laughs> oh, God. It was rough. It, like, got better for me as middle school went on because I changed schools. As I was telling you before, I was, like, the, um, I, like, went to Catholic school after her being in the public school. And I was, like, the new girl, but not, like, the sexy new girl. I was, like, the weird, <laughs> awkward new girl who, like... You were Zoe Joy- Deschanel. <laughs> no. <laughs> and when I was in the public school, I was so shook because, like, my... I had, like, strict parents and I, like, didn't have cool clothes or, like, we didn't have... Like, I was, like, a middle-class family, but, like, my mom... I think as my grandpa grew up in the Depression, she was, like, nope, we can only go to pay less. Like, mm-hmm. everything has to be super cheap. Like, we can't... We can't fuck with expensive things. So, like, I feel like I was wearing, like, d- really dorky at the time. Now everybody wears, like, I know. stretch I'm pants. I'm so angry that, like, my the school, the shoes I got made fun of for wearing are, like, Malin style. Yes. I'm because, livid. Like, ugh. It's so, you know what? Those kids were so mean because I, like, I, like, I, I didn't wear jeans. Like, I was wearing just, like, stretch pants with the stirrups or, like, sweatpants. Like, a lot of puff-painted numbers. Like, my mom was very crafty. She's, like, a seamstress. Mm-hmm. So lots of, lots of puff paint. And I was not cool. Everyone else was wearing, like, jeans. They had their Jinkos. They were very cool. We never, and, so I was, oof. like, in the Jinko never came to the South. By it the didn't? Way. It didn't come to the South. <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. Whoa. It did not. I was a, this is, like, later on, but, like, I, to give you an example of how, like, behind we were, or, like, how, like, conservative people were, or, like, adverse to change, I was the first kid in my high school to wear skinny jeans in 2005. What? Yes. Oh, my God. It didn't, yeah, and I was the only one who, like, in 2005, that's, like, the peak emo, you know, peak. Yeah, like, I was in college by then. I was wearing, it was a lot of low rise. I feel like Yeah, it was, low rise was in middle school for me. Oh, my God. I wore low rise pants because I didn't know I didn't understand jeans and how to buy them. So I was like, low yeah, rise. Like, I did what not. Does that mean? I didn't know what that meant. I was like, I was just like, fine, I'll wear them. And I was like, no, your butt crack is showing the entire time. It was rough. It's not a flattering look for like. No one should wear it. Like, really, even it like on- Paris Hilton, like she wore, but like, even she didn't. She didn't good in it. Like she could. It looked weird and like uncomfortable. I mean, like who can wear that? Britney Spears. Britney Spears. I think in she's that the only one. Yeah, she's the like- only one because I feel like her. It like fit her. She had like a nice butt and like it fit her mm-hmm. well. And like everyone else just looks. looks uncomfortable and it's like not this doesn't work yeah my fr- if you're going if, if you're planning on sitting down don't wear those oh it was rough it was and i wore them in my most awkward time oh i i feel like my my first year of college was 2003 and i was just very much like i was i was like wearing those low rises i was like yeah i'm in the big city now <laughs> like i'm here to like Where meet some dudes i went to nyu oh, okay. i'm like one of those you're, I'll have to show you a video about like. <laughs> I'm one you, of those. Do you know Christian Fleming? No, I don't. Okay, think. I'll show you. He has like, a lot of good comedy bits, and like NYU kids is one of his like most funny. It's so things. NYU people are terrible, but like all my friends <laughs> went there, and I keep still befriending NYU people, but we're awful. We're, no, I, I'm like this I guess city. I'm, I'm friends with your group now, so like, <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> um, sorry, I just that was a very long tangent, just because I. Arrive oh. talking about fashions of those. It's a it's a it's important episode to talk about fashion, oh. like what I my best God, situation best. and like um the fluorescent. We'll get to the her fluorescent outfit at the end. Oh yes, spoiler <laughs> alert. But that's why I wrote um oh I forgot DJ is envy. <gasps> oh, you were going through the seven deadly sins. That's all I got. I, I, got, before. I feel so bad because I got so but that was like, that's all I got. But I feel like those they're like representing all like the the things they're looking down on. What about gluttony? Does anybody um. Hmm. Not in this episode, but I feel like in general, Kimmy is gluttony. Yeah. She, she eats all her food. She's into food stuff, yeah. But she's so thin. 
know. She's super thin. She's so tiny. Oh, my God. Um, you meet Kathy Santoni, the infamous Kathy Santoni. Look out, scrub. These new kids are so tiny. <laughs> They're embryonic. <laughs> TJ! Kimmy! Don't ever leave my side again. The kid has a mustache. These people, they're like totally mature. Where are we? Young and the Restless Junior High? What's your schedule? We only have one class together. Six period Spanish. Great. The only time we're together, we can't speak English. DJ Gibbler, hi. Hi. Do we know you? Duh. We only went to school together for the past six years. Kathy Santoni. Kathy Santoni? <laughs> you grew up. Big time. <laughs> A pretty intense summer. Okay, here's what I found out so far. All the cute guys take metal shots. And everyone makes out after school on the football field. Everyone? Well, maybe not everyone. <laughs> She's mentioned a lot in the in Full House in general, but like she never comes back. Back, they just talk about her. Like I didn't, yeah, mythical creature. You were, I like, I didn't remember. I was like Kathy Santoni. That's like familiar, but I Kathy didn't remember her. Kathy Santoni. So she's like just to to refresh people's memory. She's wearing like a crop, like a red crop top, and I think she like got boobs. And the girls yeah. are kind of ogling her. They're like they don't recognize she looks her. Great. She looks amazing. Yeah, she's she's stunning. And yeah, the girls are like. Kathy Zantoni, like, we didn't... It's weird to me that they completely, like, didn't even recognize her. Like, presumably they had been in school with her, like, two months earlier. Mm-hmm. But then again, I had I lost a lot of weight between 7th and 8th grade. Oh, I had I got gallstones. Keeping it tight. I had gallstones and, like, I just, like... <laughs> I had to get my golf bag out. those gallstones. And then, like, so I was, like, bedridden. Or, like, I couldn't... I didn't go to school for, like, a month. Because, God. like... I was like, maybe that wrecked my body. And like, so, and I didn't eat a lot. Like, it changed my whole diet. So I lost a lot of weight. And I was like, oh, I, I was super chubby, like crazy chubby from like for second to sixth grade. I was like, I was like overweight basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I lost weight. Um, I lost a little bit of weight before seventh grade, like naturally, just mm-hmm. like eating healthier. And then like, I lost a ton more weight. Oh, damn. After that. Um, your, so gallstones are your go, secret? Dude, just, just like eat, get like really, like eat a lot of oily, salty foods and wreck your gallbladder and oh then like, God, I, yeah, I get that'll, that. it'll take care of itself. Like you'll just like, it'll <laughs> shut off. I did the reverse of that because I feel like I like, I don't know. I feel like I always thought I was chubby, but I, I don't like when I look at pictures, I'm like, I don't think I was until maybe like middle school and then I, but I thought, oh my God, there were kids that called me heifer. It was really sad. That's why this episode was so relatable. I hate kids. I'm like, oh my God. And they're just, kids are so, we were saying before, like kids are so brutal, but like also like, my name is Heather. Heifer is kind of a funny play on uh, that. Like, you that's know. clever. When I was fat, people just called me fat though. Like people weren't clever with me. I was got, still got really annoying. It's like, just be clever Just call me it. like, just, uh, yeah, I know I'm fat. Like what, what else? I know. Oh, oh god. I had no funny nicknames or anything. But it's like you're just like, oh, you're fat, and like you have cheap clothes. And it's like, yeah, I know. 
I get what else? That's what happens from Payless. Like, but my my sister told me like we got like made fun of every now and then because like we were poor and we didn't have like nice clothing, mm-hmm. but we were both, we were smart. And then like so my sister, oh, went, my sister got made fun of her for something, and then like she would say, "Oh well, your mother doesn't love you." <laughs> Oh, jeez! Your mom, because people were like, because some kids like live with their grandma and their moms are around. So you're just like, oh, your mom doesn't love you. That's oh, Jesus! Sorry. She's an amazing. Nice. She's an amazing. She's like super. She's an incredible person. She's very nice and friendly. But like, she was oh like, they're they were mean to us. Like, they were like, they made oh, yeah. crazy. I mean, they someone threw a rock at my brother and like made them get like glasses. Cause, like they wrecked his eyes. They threw a rock at him. Oh, they were assholes. So like, kids they were they had it coming. Once too, kids are so like. Like, if you have a kid, you're listening to this, and you have a kid, like, get control of your your monsters, okay? Because, like, you're wrecking, they're wrecking people's lives. It's so, you just don't know. Oh, 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 God. It's, like, so. (laughs) I was like, okay, at least my mom loves me. This is, like, you know what? One thing I I did want to talk about, if if we have, if we have time for this, is, like, there's not really, um, you talked about this in an earlier episode, like, people are not generally DJ fans. There's not Mm -hmm. that many, like. No one's standing for DJ, really. Yeah. And I think that part of it is, like, kids of that age are not sympathetic. Like, yeah. <laughs> like they're just like, terrible. My friend Rebecca, on the last episode, she told me that, like, I don't know if it was on the episode, but she was, like, she saw herself in DJ, and that's why mm-hmm. she hated her. Mm-hmm. I thought about that so much, like, because I was the oldest, so I feel like I identified with her, and she was, like, always older than me, mm-hmm. so I was, like, this is my glimpse of, like, what an older girl is. I really internalized the like responsibility of being the oldest sister, like all of that shit. But then when I was like preparing to do the podcast with you, I was like, oh my God, I was like a Kimmy Gibbler huh. being forced to live as a DJ. Write <sighs> that down in your diary. I'm like, oh, which you, I mean, you also know that I did write about Full House in my diary. I disclosed that <laughs> to you, that I literally have a diary entry that was like, today is a great day. It's double Full House day. It's on it this time and this time. Oh my God. Oh, I love it. But yeah, I feel like DJ is like, ugh, so many girls, like DJ's like a good girl. Like so many girls of our age were probably pushed into that yeah. mold. When, like, I'm, like, a drag queen. Like, I'm, like, Kimmy Gibbler is just, like, a messy... And just, like, shamed for being that. Yes! Oh, like, it's Kimmy not... Kimmy is, like, a commerce person. She, like, makes some, like, rude, inappropriate whatever she said. Something about, like, her... I don't, I don't even know what in this episode. I, I don't write it down, but, like, she makes some, like... Oh, her, like, dad was eating naked or something. Oh, yeah, her dad was, like, eating breakfast in his underwear. Or, yeah, it's, like, that's fine. It's, like, goofy. Okay, yeah, she's goofy. She's just, like... I feel like there's always bits about her feet, what she's eating, uh-huh. what she's whatever. <gasps> Do you? Oh my god! Do you remember the prom episode where she wears those like acrylic nails? Oh yes, and she on her squeezes boobs. the butt. Yeah, and like there's like nail. Oh my god, she like squeezes her prom date's butt, and there's like acrylic nails. Like it's like all these ways. She's that- like trashy fun. <sighs> yes, she's trashy, and it's like that's. Oh, we're taught like how bad that is, but yeah. like Kimmy is fucking great. I think it's good to have like if you're a DJ. Like, I feel like I'm not. I'm a young in denial still, but I don't think I'm. I'm DJs where I'm like more conservative and like more like dressed down. But like I have mm-hmm. a friend Maria. Like she's like a Kimmy. You need a Kimmy. Oh, yeah. If you're a DJ, you need a Kimmy. If you're a Kimmy, you need a DJ. You do. Life. You need. Yeah. Like I feel like at different times in my life, I've been. Both. I'm saying that now. I feel like if anybody I know listens to this, they'll be like, that bitch is a Kimmy. She wears a lot of neon. <laughs> I feel like we have, like, I feel like, I feel like everyone was forced to be a DJ or, like, at some point, like, tried to, like, yeah. Into, like, or felt guilty for not being a DJ if they weren't. You yeah. Know? Ugh. Oof. Oh my God. Okay, so many deep off. feelings. Okay. Um, then we're in the golfing in the backyard episode when, um, oh, Jesse and Joey are, like, having, they're in their ad 
company thing right now and like they have mm-hmm. a client who wants to play golf with them and then like, jesse doesn't know how to play golf and i wrote down like i don't know like they're like making fun of jesse for not knowing how to play golf and like yeah i don't know like that's i don't that's normal to me to not is that to a little bit class it is very classes i had a few classes mm-hmm. notes during this episode which is like weird for me for jokes i feel like i always treat joey as being like very low income and like very like yeah i loved as a child because i feel like he's like <laughs> the sad character because i feel like he like he accepts living in a nook like, yeah yeah so like, like what's his deal like i don't know like if he's just like like what his i thought him he him being like low class stuff like where'd you learn how to play golf joey yeah i don't know i don't know but they like shame jesse for not knowing how to play golf and i feel like that's like a weird beat that i get can we like i am i have confusion about like the socioeconomic background of these characters because danny can afford this mm-hmm. you know this I think house Danny's, like more like wealthy than everyone else but, but jesse jesse's an exterminator yeah and then, like, Papuli, did you recall? I'm sure you, yeah. of course, recall Papuli. Yeah, they're Greek. So, like, how much money did the mom come from and Jesse? Maybe. Did um, they grow up working class, middle like, class? I, I appreciate them growing up as a working class. Like, they had a family, maybe, like, their first gen family had the exterminating business. Mm, yeah. And then, like, she married Danny, who was more, like, high income, you know? That, yeah, that tracks. Yeah. That makes sense. Because, yeah, Jesse has, like, a slightly more working class vibe. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah. Yeah, okay. I think that's where it is. But uh, Joey's like, we have to dig deeper and like figure out, put the pieces together. If he's a stand-up on. comic, though, you know what? Like, he could have been from a middle-class family, but like, you just like, where, where's his money coming from? Exactly. Like, so he just like, maybe he was like, um, like many of us, a down, downwardly mobile, he wasn't a millennial, but like, just sort of, maybe Joey was a little downwardly mobile because he's sort of an artist. Like, comics don't make money. Yeah. And he's like, he's not paying rent money, so maybe he's like, everything goes to like... I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. But they had the very vaguely homoerotic scene where, like, mm-hmm. Joey teaches Jesse how to golf. Jesse's looking great, and it's, like, pastel pink, whatever. Oh, they look amazing. Pastel pink and seafoam check. Like, it's it's Joey's outfit. Joey's, probably Joey's budget goes to novelty clothing. Yes. Which is yeah. mine. I think, yeah, he maybe, like, maybe it's even thrifted. Like, he, like, just buys yeah. whatever bright or, like, weird-looking things oh. he can, and, like, that's where his money goes. So good. But Jesse's wearing that and they do like a, he teaches, he gets behind Jesse and like teaches him to swing a golf club and mm-hmm. like, it looks, they look amazing together. I love it. I'm here for it. it. I like homosocial behavior. Um, <laughs> Jesse has like, there's this like slightly homophobic moment, which is very characteristic of the time. That's like, whoa, like, why are you coming up behind me? And like, like a, yeah, it's like, don't get you too know, comfortable. Like, okay, just, just like, just, just be friends. Just yeah. like accept. You're fine. You love each other. You know you love to be each touched. other. Yeah. yeah. Like it. It's fine. Get over yourself. Um, that's a cute scene. Nothing happens. Nothing like um, Michelle does the golf too, yeah. which is very cute. Nichelle, this is pink Michelle. Like she's yeah. like perfect. The timing's great. She's yeah. perfectly adorable. She has it's a like, hair tie that has sunglasses yes. on the hair tie. If you're like if you're having baby fever, or, like you just want to see a cute kid, just watch this episode. It's mm-hmm. like a perfect Michelle cuteness episode. Mm-hmm. She's so good at that. Um, we did we fully. Oh. Oh, um, sorry. In the scene, like, Michelle writes it, like, or Michelle says, Dad would be mad. I feel like in this, like, it's like a hint that, like, she's internalized <gasps> Danny's, like, ticks and behaviors super yeah. early. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. She's like, so she, she knows, like, her dad's going to be mad about the grass. Like, if you're a kid, like, what kid would know that at yeah. that young age? So, like, that's, like, a note I have. Kids internalize good behavior, bad behavior. Like, this is good. This is bad. Like, I'm seeing it in a really binary way. They pick up on that, I think, at a really young age. So like, I feel like Danny, like I said, Danny is the host, the house, the possessed mm-hmm. host of like the house spirit. And I feel like he's like bringing it into the the girls super early. 
Um, are we going to say about it? Oh, one thing I just like wanted to make sure we addressed is that is the, the moment like in the cafeterias, are we going back to the cafeterias? Okay. God, I feel like there's, yeah, we did not really go. This is the moment. This is like the, the torturous when they're like eating lunch. This is the lunch scene where like, um, oh gosh, you can't find a seat at lunch. Which is so relatable. I, like, I mean, luckily in middle school, like we, they made us sit lunch, eat lunch with their classes that we had lunch period oh. with. So like, we had to like line up and like sit in the same table together. So like I never had to like eat alone at at and oh, um like finding like a seat that someone will let you sit in. Especially like the first, I feel like after like the first couple of weeks, you found your like lunch mm-hmm. people. Like in high school, like that's what happened. Like I finally found like my lunch friends. <laughs> Cause like you like oh shit, oh. it's. It's so oh. scary. And then the thing happens, which is like the classic terrible moment where like the popular girl who's in the Kelly Bundy outfit is like waves like, hey, like over here. And like the popular girl is standing behind DJ and that's who that's meant for. But you, DJ. I feel like I, I like repress any memories of like is this happening in particular, but like I, the emotion behind like a popular person talking to you and like the feeling you get when like they're actually talking to you and like the relief but then like the awkwardness and like especially when it goes wrong Ugh, like I mean, it's just like how like properly kids make you feel so like inferior yeah because it's the classic gag of like oh i wasn't waving at you i wasn't talking to you and they call her a scrub which i don't remember yeah. outside of a tlc context. exactly i didn't know like it was before i didn't that. know white people like but I guess like it? it was around i guess it, i guess it was a word people used like yeah randomly and that's where tlc got it or like the writer who wrote that. Yeah. Did that they scrub. not did they not write their own music? No, they didn't. <gasps> I feel like they wrote some of it, but like they're definitely like it was like they had like the good. They like, were very produced. That what's the famous like lady female writer that wrote for everyone? Oh. Diane something. Anyway. Oh, damn. Okay. Whoa, sorry. All right. Wow. I'm learning so much today. Um, yeah, that scene is like if I, just, I wrote <sighs> that's where I wrote like if you weren't triggered by this, you didn't go to middle school. Yes. You have to be triggered by this. If yes. you like weren't triggered by this, I hate you. And like you're probably a terrible person. You're probably doing your video <laughs> life right now. It's like every like normal oh person like had that kind of moment where like you just yes. like completely embarrassed by a bunch of people. So the popular kids like won't let her sit at the table. They're like, wait, I mean you, ha, scrub. And then, oh my god. And oh god, the moment where it turns out that DJ is wearing the exact same, the exact same head to toe outfit. Like maybe it's like one of those outfits that like you buy the set. Oh my god, like yeah, Kmart, I forgot about those. Sets. Yes! Oh, those Kmart sets. Yes. Like the the like the, t- the hangers with the pants hanger attached to the, <gasps> the top hanger. Yes. So she's wearing the exact, the exact same head still outfit as a teacher, the lunch monitor teacher. The like not cool, Miss like egg bonnie woman you expect to be wearing that outfit, that craft she has lady a whistle. outfit. Oh. They, they, she's the craft lady, the, the craft lady. Yeah. The it's a er, much monitor. The er craft lady. <laughs> the er. <laughs> um, and oh. Like, oh god, I can't imagine. I feel like I don't know if like it happened to me and I have that ever had another repressed memory of it happened, but how that emotion of like look, looking like a teacher. Yes. And especially because oh. I was wearing the vest and stuff. I, mo- and I mean like, you were and wearing that just, Looney Tunes vest. Like, there had to be a moment where I was like where I was like dressed like a teacher. Because yes. I wasn't wearing like the cool like Nikes and what other kids were wearing. Oh no, I so, was like, not. Yeah. And then I was Ugh. a teacher mm. and the kids were um, very, and you know, I was a teacher who like having lived in New York and like living in Brooklyn, but the kids had a lot, you know, cruel, cruel teens. They had a lot of words to say about my wardrobe. Really? They were like, I like, was like, I'm being, you know, hey, I'm wearing green tights today. And I was like, miss, you look like Shrek. 
And I was like, oh, damn. Because it was like that color green, too. It was like, a, I was like, this is a fun choice. But they were like, no. They would just like eye me up and down and just be like, mm, miss, like, no. And they'd be like, oh, those green pumps. Because I had these like neon green pumps. And they were like, oh, miss, like, no. I hate that. It's like, you're, you're clever and funny, but also like, don't hurt my feelings. No, but they were really funny. Like, That's the thing students- I hate it because they're so accurate. There's a classic John Mulaney bit about like, middle school is being funny in an accurate way or making fun of you in an accurate way and like getting like the thing that they're most self-conscious about they zero in on it and it's like they see it and like you can't like you can't you literally you can't argue because like they're younger than you and like they're accurate they're being correct and it's like they're being clever so it's like what do you say there's nothing you just gotta take it yeah oh oh my god they're terrifying And then the phone booth. Yeah, so like she's no people. The entire lunchroom is laughing at her. They all, oh my god, that feeling of everyone looking at you. And so she like walks into the phone. Oh my god, that feeling of like when you know, like when you know, like you're alone and like you're you've been shamed and like, and people are still watching. They and like Like it's a glass phone booth. Like they can still see see that you're alone. Yeah. Oh. And she calls the um. Like, the time lady, like, yeah. where you could call and they would tell you what time it was. Yeah. Kids today won't know what that they, is. We need, we, we, yeah, we paid but money. But you could call. She paid money to, like, call someone like, to, like. Click, like. Oh, she didn't pay. It's, like, it's a free thing. You just, like, yeah, the whatever. But she had to pay for the call, right, with a quarter. Oh, right. I feel like it was still so a quarter, right? Out. Yeah, it was. You did pay for it. And, like, you had to pay to know what time it was. Oh, my God. So, like, so she, she pretended to, like, be on the phone. <laughs> Oh, so they did it back then too, like pretending to be on your phone when yes. you're like super ashamed. Oh my god, terrible. Poor DJ. Ugh. We were all DJ in that moment. We really were. Um. So then I wrote, and they're in the kitchen, and then Danny's like looking over the, the mess of his yard, like the grass. He's like grass, like he has like he picked it up. bits of grass that he's brought into his home. And Which like going odd. through it and like lamenting about like his <laughs> his grass being destroyed People by bandits. Suburbs really care about grass. Like I never understood. Ooh, in the south, about I grass. think I wrote. I don't know if I wrote it in my piece, my essay that I wrote about growing up in the south. Um, I don't know. I don't think I did wrote about it, but like um, when we moved from the black part of the neighborhood to the white part of the neighborhood, mm-hmm. like apparently someone told my mom that like they didn't expect her to take care of her yard, her yard, but they were presently surprised that she actually took care of her yard. I fucking hate this country. Yeah, people. <laughs> so yeah, they even like people. Not even because we're in this, we're like in a rural town, but like mm-hmm. uh, people care about their grass and their yards. People care so much about their grass. I feel like I they like it. make comments about other people's grass. Like, this is why sometimes I'm like very anti home ownership. Yeah. Because I'm like, it makes you more racist because mm-hmm. you're like, oh no. Like, and, and like the, it might encourage us like this caring about money and property value and yeah. like how it's like, it's, it's, I don't know it's like there is definitely you can definitely own a home and not do that but I feel like it encourages the worst in people it does because they're like money is locked up in that house so then like like my cousin has a house and like um it's in Massachusetts so like a weed store is moving like into his neighborhood and I'm like oh my god that's so fucking cool like uh-huh. that's great and he's like no like he's like in the military so like sorry not um I'm I uh I have You're gonna say space. opinions about about troops in the military, I but like I will. People who listen to this will understand. Okay, I'll I'll keep them I'll keep them to myself. But anyway, he's like, it's gonna ruin all the property values that there's a weed store. Mm-hmm. I'm so like, I'm gonna have to move. And I'm like, the coolest thing in the fucking world just happened to you. You got a weed store in walking distance of your home. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I hate you so much for being mad about it. Like, mm-hmm. you should just be so fucking glad. Um, yeah, I feel like, especially with, like, the illegal, 
it's not like it's like a legal like it's legal in massachusetts now it's like it's legal it's a government it's like regulated business like your tax dollars like your town is gonna be beautiful it's gonna be shining like i was just in denver shining yeah i'm like where's your garbage denver like i don't like i feel like i i am oscar the grouch and i live in a trash can but like (laughs) the city is just like you know like no i mean whatever i guess there's places with trash in denver probably but um they have so much money now because of sorry yeah. this is this is not the weed legalization podcast but i just have but danny is playing with grass dark feelings okay. yeah <sighs> oh my god yeah so yeah and that's but anyway it. yeah suburbs yeah. people get too tied to their like property but also they feel like it's actually like, just danny being like like real ocd i don't know like fake oh yeah so OCD, uh, but actually he literally has ocd yeah no, there's a scene up. he's cleaning his gloves later on yeah he's literally cleaning his cleaning gloves it's yeah. wild so I'd and never... then yeah dj comes in and like um she tries to deviate this is the moment when she tries to deviate mm-hmm. stephanie's happy stephanie's rewarded for being like a house a good house guest and a good house person she's a great day she has a great day at school, school. like Loves she's it. like has friends like she's like top of the whatever oh, now because she's like being mean to the she's like oh first graders don't know how to read it was great Sorry, yeah. not to not to hate on. I feel like I was really hating on Stephanie there, but she was like Stephanie the, is kind of insufferable. Like she's like has to, she's like embodies the worst about like Danny and like she's like a very goody goody in this episode. Yeah, Call she's really doing stuff. that because it's like yeah, first graders can't read. Like yeah, it's like don't be. Ugh, it's fine. That. Or like actually, I don't know when kids kids learn how to read now. Like I guess if they are like wealthy kids in Brooklyn, they know how to read when they're like yeah, three. they should know how to actually they should know how to read by then. I learned how to read I think when I was like in first grade. I learned how to read when before. Well, I was like gifted so. Um, I was too. I learned how to read before kindergarten. <laughs> I couldn't. No, I couldn't read that. I actually got on my report card because I didn't go to preschool because we were like moving. I got on my report card that I was bad at scissors. My first I hate beginning of kindergarten. The motor school skill test. I still have about. no motor skills. Yeah, um, but I was gifted. I could skip. I didn't have to go to preschool. I had to visit. I got to visit preschool for a little, every now and then to have socialization. But like I was too. Ooh. I like tested out of preschool. I just didn't go. And I hated at all. it because they were like these. Are, they were animals. I was like so like I was just like so turned off by the idea of like, going to school with other kids. Oh like God. I was in my perfect house with my mom. Just, it's just me and her, and she like taught me how to like read mm. and do crafts and stuff together. Why well, did crafts to, with my mom too? She was so about that. And I was like, ma- I made like cars and stuff, and like made like really elaborate with the like, cardboard boxes and stuff, and like had yeah. like a lot of like crafts we did, and then we baked together and stuff. And then to visit the, mm-hmm. the, the preschool, and like it was like these monsters, these animals who like were like mean. Yeah, and I mean being with other kids potty was hard. trained, and it we, was just like we moved a lot before kindergarten, which is why I didn't ever go to preschool. So I feel like it was like me and my little sister was a lot of my that was who I socialized with. Yeah, and that's good. Was that's her. fine. That was like, adequate because I feel like I was like yeah, me, my mom, my sister, and my brother. And then, How, and then what's your to, what's your age difference with you, your you said it's two years with all your siblings? Yeah, so I'm the youngest, and this two years for my sister, and she's two years younger than my brother. So it's like reverse of my family. I'm the oldest. My brother's like five years younger than me. And my sister's two years younger than me. Uh, so uh. I feel like the Stephanie DJ dynamic. It's very interesting to me because my sister was more of a goody-goody than than I was. I mean, I got, like, perfect grades. I was mm-hmm. also, listen, you're not the only gifted kid here just because I couldn't read until first grade. I think that's normal, though. I think that's, that's I think, like, yeah. Though. I feel like I would, like, we, uh, I don't know. But, yeah, my sister was always, like, kind of, like, blonde and perfect. Oh, my God. I couldn't imagine. I can't and imagine I- <laughs> having a blonde, perfect sister. I love her so much, but it's funny because I always had darker hair and it's like, it's really easy. You know what? I think you guys brought this up in the other podcast. Like 
if you're the older kid, like it's really easy for the younger ones to be way, way cuter than you mm-hmm. because it's just like, you know what? When you hit a certain age, you're just not cute. You're just an annoying kid. Like, yeah. And, yeah. you know, you, you do what you can, but that's why I think DJ is not particularly liked. I, not that so I she, have to like, I'm standing for DJ now, like in a weird way. But I feel but like, like she needs, I feel like we need to, we need to acknowledge that we're, some people, some people are DJs not admitting it and we need to come out. Yeah. Come out as a, come out as a DJ. Cause like she had, or, she had just be all stacked against her. She had like the cute, precocious Stephanie and the insanely adorable Michelle. Yeah. How do you compete you know? with that? You can't, you just you have to like, can't. yeah, you have to like get funny or like, Read a lot and or feel just like intellectually read a lot, or superior, just like, or just like dog them and like make them fun of them because like, like <laughs> establish your dominance over them like she did. So like, <laughs> what else can true. you do? Yeah. Oh man. Oof. Mm. So yeah, and then like she asked Danny to, if she can like dress more like a junior high schooler, and then he's like, oh yeah, sure, whatever. He doesn't know. What he, he has no idea what he's what he's Ugh, getting into. He just and then greenlit something fantastic. Oh my god. Um. Oh yeah, so then like this the episode the scene where um she and Kimmy are like like putting on the makeup with like wrapping oh, towels and like caking so it on. Oh my god, it's the so red like, lip that's like purple, like that very eighties purple heavy eye makeup. And what yeah, what color were their their eyeshadow? Because I remember I think it was like a purpley purpley smoky brown. Okay, because like I don't know if we were in the blue face yet. I was like that was more nineties. <gasps> yeah, no, you're right. You know it could have been um on the bluish side of purple but i feel like yeah it was where did like, that come from where did the blue because i feel like even i with my dark skin like had the blue eye like i, I don't know, I know anyone who looks like good with blue i was going for that look if you're going mm-hmm. for that look but if you're going for like a, if you're a kid like going for like a whatever natural is you're mm-hmm. like look I don't, blue is not like i've tried to make blue work flattering. so many times i wear it's turquoise hard. i love turk like turquoise will work but that specific blue that like royal mm-hmm. blue it was like, you know, like the Drew, I, I was not like an avid Drew Carey show watcher. Oh, but right. Like Mimi. Mimi, right? That was yeah. such a cultural thing. But like, yeah, that blue. Ooh. It was like, and I, I did it. Like I tried it in middle school. Yeah. Every now and then I come, I try it. They have like models like glossy, that looked. Yeah. Literally glitter gloss. Love cheap, like from gloss. like whatever, from like Claire's or whatever. Oh, like really cheap, oh, terrible. Do you know for this past New Year's, I literally unearthed like a, a glitter stack from like the icing which was like the oh the like claire's analog yeah and i was like i want to learn how to like rhinest like there were like little rhinestones and stars in there because it was very like millennium like the uh-huh. millennium is turning yeah. it's 1999 it's will 2k like let's like do this and so <laughs> i like still had them and i was like on new year's i'm like drinking with my friends and i'm like i'm putting these on my face i'm like gluing it with eyelash glue so I um listen, don't sleep on your um Claire's and icing. Maybe I should revisit it. Revisit see what, it. See what, see what I can do with it. See what yeah. See what happens. Yeah, so they're kicking it on and Stephanie comes in her prairie outfit. Ugh, and Michelle yes. has her little pigtails. Yes. This very new femininity, very conservative prairie look mm-hmm. in stark contrast. To TJ have trying to have some fun. They're in there, yeah, they're Chill. wearing um they pull off the towel and reveal that they're wearing some really, like, really tight Kelly Bundy. Yes. Tight black, by the way. Yes. Although we know, so DJ's is black yeah. and a little off, a little off the shoulder. It's super off. It's off the shoulder. Yeah, it's off the shoulder. And then Kimmy's is blue. Is it black with or is it blue with black? I think there's sleeves. some black, but she's wearing a leopard print, like kind of little bombery yes. jacket. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It's a oh. good look. It's she a. I love it. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Stephanie calls them cheap. I. Well, where did she learn that from Danny? From... This is where I start to really get it's into like it. Jesse dates women who dress like that. Yeah, this is the double standard because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, which we we sort of come to later. 
where it's like, oh, you're dressed like cheap women. You're dressed like, you know, this is bad. This is slutty. And Jesse has a moment like later where he's like, oh, they're going to start dating guys like me. And it's like, that's fine for you to be to be like sort of slutty and trashy. Like Uncle Jesse is like sort of the male he, version of yeah, slutty. Yeah, he's a little slut. He's a slut. He yeah. like sneaks around and whatever. And, and then like, he dates women who dress like Kathy Like Santoni. that. <laughs> yes. That's his thing. And so it's always this moment when these when men are like, oh, like my daughter. Like, yeah, like all these other women. Oh, yeah. It's like you, other women. Oh, now women. you have a daughter so it's yeah. all different. Yeah. Like, listen, other women aren't real people. Yeah. But unless, but your daughter and your wives or whatever are real people but yes. everyone else are like sluts. Everyone should just dress like Kathy Santoni like a Slutty slut, 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 slut all the time. Just whore it up. Just Kimmy and DJ. Keep your slutty look. I love it. It looks cute, especially like we'll the um. I'll put, post a picture with it, but like the the Mean Girls. The last episode we see them. The last scene we see the Mean Girls in. Like they yes. look really cute, especially the, the lead Mean Girls. She's like a yeah. cute like yellow crop top. I love the yellow with a crop nice, top. Like flurry black skirt mm-hmm. and boots. Like it's a cute. It's look. very on trend. It's all come back around yeah. because we're all very nostalgic. Um, and we're not slutty. We're not cheap. Costs a lot of money to dress like that. It, it costs, costs a lot, lot of money, money to look this cheap. cheap. <laughs> that's a is that a that's a Dolly, Dolly Parton? Parton. Yeah, I I love it. I like to be like a drag queen. Yeah, and then Danny comes in and sees them dressed like that. He's like, "No, you're never leaving this house again." Yeah, you're never leaving this house again. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then um, DJ says, "You're." Um, she sees Jesse and Joey and says, "You're from this century." Tell him he's wrong. And mm-hmm. they just they're like, "Bye." Think, yeah, like do your job. Hold it right there. You have to get past me first. You said I could look a little more junior high-ish. Where is this junior high? Caesar's Palace? <laughs> you may go to school. I guess we're not as old as we thought we were, are we now? I'll see you at school, Deej. So long, boys. Before you said anything, you were not at school yesterday, and you did not see the other girls. DJ, I don't care about the other girls. My daughter is not going to school dressed like Jessica Rabbit. (laughs) Uncle Jesse, Joey, you're from this century. Tell him he's wrong. (laughs) Fine, I'll go tie some bows in my hair, put on my animals, and go skipping off to school. I'll be daddy's little girl forever. Not forever. Just until you're my age. All right, boys. Just go take care of business. We'll get her through this. Yeah, they're just, like, not... There's always this, like... Like, I think men feel really weird, like, in a daddy. Oh, my God. Daddies. Uncle Jesse's a daddy. He's a zaddy. Um, <laughs> he's a zaddy. Um, I, yeah, they feel weird talking about... It's very. I think it's very weird and uncomfortable for men when, like, their children or surrogate children become... Like more like sexualized, like yeah, it's like that's like, why you oh, need like, you person to have like a good understanding of your sexuality in general, so you can like yeah. not pass on your universities to your kids. Yeah, I, I mean, like, it's all fear. It's hard because too, at the same time, like I think in seventh grade, like I right, there's like a time is, and place for everything. Yeah, you know? it is a bit of a look for school. Like I did have students who on Halloween. I had this one student who dressed in like a sexy French maid costume in school. In school? She was like 14. Like they Just all every wore day? like Yeah, like in school. Oh no, for okay. Halloween. Oh, okay. Because it was like they all wore like like here's the thing. I love a slutty Halloween costume. I love a slutty look, full stop. Um, but I was like, girl, like you're in school with these like gross older male teachers. Like, 
And I don't, it's like, I don't want to hide your light under a bushel basket. But like, I, it it's like a little rough to be in a French maid costume but it's in like, front yeah, of curvy like, older teacher. Like, I'm like, oh. Speaking of that, like, there's a good Twitter thread on like how, well, related to R. Kelly not being an anomaly and how there are a lot of creepy old men in our, yes. in our communities that we just like let slide. And like, right. we have, everyone had that teacher that like people knew that was like. a student. Yeah. And I just like I had one. Yeah. I thought he was like it. super cool until I found out about that. He was like in a band. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, like this is so, and you like, know, Yeah, hip. there were men like that in school. Like we just like let it, but we just like, oh. He and you blamed like, the girl. Yeah. I was like, well, she was like a little, it's like. She's a little fast. And yeah. Just called, she's That's, a fast girl. Yes. No. Yeah. Like, oh, she's like a little fast. But it's like, it's, you know what? I still, I feel like I don't know the answer because like, I'm like an adult woman and I want to like be as slutty as I want to be like all the time. I'm saying slutty as I want to be. I am like engaged. Like I am like a married <laughs> lady basically. But like, no, I love, I like that look. I like that expression. I love like how it's interpreted by like the drag community. And I don't know what the line is with like. When kids are younger, when you yeah, like, when's it appropriate? When can they like dress age. like that? Yeah, and it's like, how do you do that without being like repressive and like, how do you like right. not sexualize them and how yes. do you like not on purpose or how do you like not? I don't, I don't know. It's like, how do you like I don't decide yeah. what's sexual and what's not sexual for a kid to wear? You know, right? Because it could I, be just like them just wearing short shorts, you know? Right, and then that gets because I remember, I yeah, I feel like I like had fights with my parents about what I was wearing and like. It's interesting, like, I feel like I could be wearing and showing the same amount of skin as, like, my sister, but if I was wearing, like, she would do more, like, flirty, you know, pastels, and even, man, I guess, like, flirty, I don't know, and then I would do, like, darker, I would do more blacks and Mm -hmm. things like that, so it reads sexier, I guess. Yeah, because people like, yeah, there's a thing about wearing black and being slutty. But it's, like, it was the same amount of skin, so it's, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to be, like, penalized for this and not you, and, like... I'm sure some of it's like attitude too. I feel like I was a little more like in your face, but it's hard. I don't know what the answer is to yeah. when you let girls. I don't know because I feel like yeah, because I feel like what that what DJ and Kevin were wearing was like a like it was a lot, but I can't like put into words like why it's just a lot. Yeah, I feel like maybe it's like if it's like cause I feel like there is a difference between like what the the slutty or like the mean girls are wearing. I feel mm-hmm. like it's more. It was I feel like it that was like more natural on them. I feel like it was like an expression of their. <laughs> personality you know if, have, if, yeah. like a, if you're a natural expression like it looks yeah more appropriate but I, I feel like it was obviously like going for a look you know you know what? i think maybe that's part of it it's like if that's not your yeah if it's not who you are that's when it looks a little bit because like yeah there's a difference between like trying to look like slutty like tr- actually like forcing it or like trying to like mm-hmm. look like someone else and like you just like deciding okay i'll look fabulous in this i'm gonna wear this you know yeah well, it's like sometimes the garment wears you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I feel like the garment was wearing DJ for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a thousand percent. Because like Kimmy was wearing that super tight like spandexy jumpsuit thing. That's tight and like short, you know. Yeah. But like that's but not it, it kind of worked. Yeah. yeah, I didn't read that. There's also a di- yeah. I feel like your body. It depends on your body, right? Like skinny girls can get away with more mm-hmm. because they have like, yeah. Less that's poop not fair. Or... I feel like yeah, like yeah. sexualizing someone who's curvier and just because they have curves, like mm-hmm. it's automatically slutty on them. That I always I always really struggled with that, and even now as an adult, like I have toned it in more when I'm out and about, just because I like don't. At a certain point, you're like I don't. It's like exhausting to deal with like mm-hmm. the ramifications of like. Being a woman whose body is like exposed at all in public, yeah. But, exactly. but it's like you don't want to, you know. It's like you don't want to hide or stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. tough. Yeah. Um, we're off track. 
Yeah, um, I'm sorry. I feel like this is going to go on for like five hours because I have so much, so many feelings about it. No, we'll be fine. Um, oh, yeah. They, they like, they try to leave the house and Danny catches them and like, he lets Stephanie out and she has like, because mm-hmm. she's like, she can be trusted to leave the house and like, she's mm-hmm. can be trusted, but DJ's like a risk right now to like deviate from the house. So yeah. like, he has to keep her in. That's true. Um, what is she deviating? You know, I think it's an interesting thing in terms of your theory. It's like when people are deviating, what does that mean? Like deviating from what? They're like, I feel like there's a set harmony in the house. And I feel like that's like an accepted behaviors. And like she's mm-hmm. doing unexpected behaviors that like isn't like it doesn't vibe with the house. Like everyone's upset by it. Like the, mm-hmm. all the three men are upset by it. Stephanie's upset by it. So like she can't do it because everyone else is upset about it. So like is the house just a stand? So yeah, I have so many... Is the house a stand-in for this, like, traditional American values? Like, I think it is. I feel like the woman in the house would have been, like, eighteen, like 1800s. And, yeah. And, like, she was, like, like, a very, like, conservative and, like, chaste person. So she's, like, a metaphor for, like, American attitudes towards gender and class and all of those Yeah, she's things. very, like, very, like, traditional. And Danny is, like, the host and the embodiment of that. And, like, he, like, carries mm-hmm. it on. Well, it's so 60s. It's so, like, leave it to beaver, the whole vibe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, like, every, like everything they do is, like, it's very, like, leave it to beaver and, like, yeah. very, like, aggressively Puritan. Right. And it's funny, even with the, like, I, you and I talked about this before, like, Uncle Jesse's love of Elvis. Like, Stephanie is carrying a Jetsons lunchbox mm-hmm. in this, which, like, was on, but wasn't super popular when we were kids. So I feel like there's a lot that's just very... um like trapped in the sixties, trapped in a different time. Yeah, or like trying to like force a different time. Like the world is moving <gasps> yes. on, but it's like but like trying to like force. Yeah. It's forcing a different time on on that time. Yeah, it's like forcing them into like living in that, that like yeah, like an unrealistic time period. Oh my god. When the whole yeah. world is changing and like evolving mm-hmm. and whatever and like they're like trying to resist it. Even though they're like a blended family. Yeah. But I mean like they're like aggressively trying to say no homo every at every yeah. time though. Fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, DJ. Leave me alone. I can't. I'm your dad. It's my job. Honey, I want to know what's going on with you. Yesterday was the worst day of my life. Everyone looked so much older than me. I was just exactly like the teacher that everybody hates. I eat lunch in the phone booth, listening to the time lady for 25 minutes and 30 seconds. Beep. I wish you would have told me this yesterday. I was too embarrassed. I don't know what happened. In the sixth grade, I was cool. And now I'm a joke. Oh, I know it feels that way. That's just because you were a big fish in a small pond. Now you're in a big pond, so you feel like a small fish. But you don't have to look like the big fish, especially if the big fish are bad fish and smelly fish. And, well, now I'm lost and I'm rambling, and I just want to hug you and take you to sea walk. I just want people to like me. They will, as soon as they get to know you. But look, BJ, this girl isn't you. And who am I? Well, I guess to me, you're still my little girl. 
Honey, I don't want to stop you from growing up, but you just can't go from 12 to 25 overnight. Kathy Santoni did. <laughs> We've got to realize this teenage stuff is all new for both of us. But, honey, we can work it out if we keep one thing in mind. We have no choice. Danny, let's go. We're going to be late. Oh, DJ, don't ever let your father do your makeup. I did it. It looked better before. You know, when I first started wearing makeup, I made the same mistakes. Really? How old were you? 18, 19? No, actually, I was right around DJ's age. Glad I asked. Really? You wore makeup when you were my age? Uh-huh. Only my mom taught me that the secret to wearing makeup is to make it look like you're not wearing any. Well, how do you do that? Yeah, how do you do that? And they have the talk where um, it ends with Danny Sam. Um, where he says, like, what do we want to do or like, something? Or, like, what we have to, like, get along. And Danny says, because we have no cho- choice. Oh, yeah, because she's becoming a teenager. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we don't have a choice. She's growing up. Yeah. Because and they also do the weird talk. Like, they literally are both looking into the mirror. Yeah. There's a <laughs> shot where they're like, oh, boy. And it's like, because DJ literally looks in the mirror and is like, but who am I going to be? It's like, wow, that's. Yeah, it's a lot for it's a lot. Yeah. And it's the touching music. That's like the time when they play the touching mm-hmm. music in this episode. Yeah, that's the talk. Does it? Is there an episode where the touching music doesn't happen? No, no. I it figured, always happens. I figured you'd archived it in some way. Yeah. yeah it, it always happens. Oh, my God. I'm trying to track, like, what kind of, like, sinister thing happens in every talk. And, like, for this one, it's, like, when he says we have no choice. That's, yeah. like, a dark point for me. It is, yeah. And then Rebecca comes in. She's, like, she's a gorgeous person. But, like, she has. Mm-hmm. You had you had thoughts about the advice she gives Oh, today. I had such strong feelings. So, Becky comes in. Because Becky is the surrogate mom figure to the to the girls. But, like... And Becky does the thing where she's like, hey, I started wearing makeup at about your age, but, like, my mom told me the trick to wearing makeup, like, is to not look like you're wearing makeup at all. <laughs> and, like, I hate that so much. Like, literally, like, it makes my blood boil. Because I feel like I internalized, you know, I heard that advice, but I was like, that's not what's, like, interesting to me. Like, why would you wear makeup just to look regular? Like, why not cover your face in glitter? Like, I think that's the difference between, like, you and me. And, like, I feel like there have been moments where I like, want to look like I'm wearing makeup. But mm-hmm. there have a lot of moments where I just, like, I just want, like, a, like, a suggestion of makeup. Where I'm not trying to hide that I'm wearing makeup, but I just, like, I just, like, want to, like, enhance yeah. what I have, you know? Which is, like, the thing that, that Becky says, too. It's, like, um, like a subtle pink eyeshadow will will bring out DJ's natural loveliness. Like, it sounds so It sounds so but I just like hate. Oh, I hate like I you know like right now I'm wearing like 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 a very a oversized like wing like a glitter black wing. You look amazing. Oh thank oh thank you. Oh, I work God. from home, so I as I said, I, oh, she's it's like I need to like leave the house. Um, so yeah, that was like a really I didn't like that advice because I feel like people should get wet and wild with their makeup. Hello. Hi, Hi Pat. Oh how are you? Mm-hmm. Um, a literal angel just came into the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be your audience. Peek from behind. Make sure you clap. Okay. Oh my God! Well, you I need a clap. soundboard, like on full, ha- like with oh, the yeah. um, 
The laugh track. That's what it's yeah. called. It's not called a soundboard. Ooh, wouldn't it be fun to have a laugh track? Yeah. <laughs> it would be great. Wait, oh, my God. So, wait. I have one on my phone, I think. <gasps> have mercy. We're at the end, though. <laughs> we're, like, literally at the end. Like, yeah. We're okay. at the end. <laughs> I don't want it to ever end. I love um, talking about Full House. Oh, yeah. And then... Um, Rebecca redoes her makeup. Oh yeah, in she way. she does her makeup more appropriate. I couldn't even tell she's wearing makeup at all. It's like it wasn't like a fun. Like she could have like made it work more because like that's part of like, being like a middle schooler. Right, you is having like a little bit of like flashy fun mm-hmm. with your makeup. Becky is like too naturally like people who are too naturally pretty <laughs> don't understand. Like you need to really get in there. It's more fun. Though. <laughs> you gotta. You gotta... <laughs> You gotta look like you're not a real person. You gotta look like you don't have a face. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, Becky is an angel, and she's really she's like a great she's voice. a great she's guiding a great light to them. Like, but I just I didn't like that. I just I hate that advice. And that advice was very big when we were growing up. Makeup is supposed to look like you're not wearing makeup at all. Uh, yeah, I feel like, and that's what, I feel like men, in turn, like, men, like, never let go of that. I feel like women have evolved, and, like, yeah. when men are still, like, oh, like, I like girls who look natural, and it's like, fuck you. It takes a lot of work to look natural like that. Exactly. Like, you I, think- I want to look, like, more, like, well, I'm not, like, women should wear whatever makeup look sure. they like, you know? So, like, I'm not hating on a minimalist look. Like, I'm definitely not insisting that everybody should, like, be, you know, getting wet and wild with it. But, like... <laughs> Um, yeah, I think, like, it was always frustrating to me. Like, my dad would always, like, say, he'd always be like, you could take some of that black stuff off your eyes. And I'd be like, it's eyeliner. I love it. Like, like, no, like, why? Like, yeah. What? Who's this no. thing? You and, know? yeah, I think it's just, like, differences of a, of opinion on how a, wo- how a woman should be and how I she think should yeah, be I think that hard. I like the idea of, like, having minimalist makeup, but I hate the idea of, like, actually saying, okay, you have to do it this way to, like, make it look like you're not wearing your makeup. It's like, no, I just, yeah. like, look a little bit. Like, that, but not... Because Everyone... I want to pretend to trick people into thinking I'm not wearing makeup. I just, like, well, and then, like, a little a suggestion yeah. of, like, I want my things to pop, you know? Yeah. and I... not because I'm trying to trick someone into thinking I'm not wearing makeup. You right. Know? Yeah, totally. I think, and also men should wear more makeup. Yeah, they should. That's what I feel They're great. missing out, because I feel like it's such yeah. a blessing. I love it. They should feel free to get wild with it. I mean, some do, which is, you know, this is why RuPaul's Drag Race is a cultural phenomenon. Yeah, but even like like, hiding, like my face is like crazy right now. Like I like, her face is not, you can't see her because this is the radio. Her face is perfect. My zits are gone down, but like this last week has been really stressful because like the bar downstairs just opened. Like I told you, I'm losing sleep. So I had like zits galore. Like the past week. I cannot see them. Good. But like, yeah, Yeah. it was doing so well. And then like I backtracked. In the recent weeks because like i'm stressed out skincare should be able to wear concealer. yeah exactly i feel like everyone needs mm-hmm. it i feel like it's such a blessing yeah and also yeah. and i think that would help with the stigma of like makeup being as like a sexual exactly thing for men and yes! i feel like, I feel like yes! men teenagers can't wear it whereas instead it's just like your expression oh. your that's, that's a, such a so, good point. Cause like that's how why like birth control is like so stigmatized as it is. Like men can't use it or don't use it because I feel like because men don't have any stake in it. Right. So like it's it's sexualized because yes. Even though it benefits or even like fucking in so many ways. Tops. Like we weren't allowed to wear mm. spaghetti straps at yeah. our public school. Yeah. In middle school, my parents called them the illegal shirts because you could wear your bra, see your bra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But boys could wear tank tops, and it's like yeah, they don't have boobs, but it's. I don't right. Know, it's just, it like it furthers the sexualization of what of girls mm-hmm. instead of being like, 
a body is a body. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? We were having this conversation where it's like, we don't know where the right line is to draw with like, if you're in seventh well, grade, how, yeah. And it's because it's like, yeah, like women's bodies are sexualized so much. Sex. Yeah. Because that seems too young. But also. And yeah. Those tops are cute, you know? Yeah. It's a cute clothing. And they're but, still like, so young. Like some seventh graders you have are developing, but mm-hmm. also you don't want to like make it an even weirder time. Yeah. It is hard. I don't know what I would do. But I feel like it's all about your intention. I feel like Danny was like very, very like repressive Mm -hmm. with his intention. Like he was like very like sex, sex shamey. But I feel like if you're like, if you're like coming from like, you don't look like yourself in this, you know, Mm -hmm. if you come from that approach, you're like, you just don't look comfortable in this. Yeah, that is. You didn't look comfortable. Mm hmm. I think it's hard. There was a lot of comments about Jessica Rabbit, Zsa Gabor kind of got name checked. Mm hmm. Um, and there was a definite, like, even in Danny's, like, deep talk, um, he was, he was, like, talking about, like, being one of the bad fish or, like, a smelly fish. I was, like, oh my God. and I'm, like, I know you're not intentionally using like, terms from, like, the drag community, but I'm, like, it's crazy that you're categorizing women as, like, bad, like, bad smelly fish. Like, I'm, like, this is, it's this so is rough. Sexist. Like, this is where, like, it's that, like all the time. I just feel like we grew up in a period of really strong feminist backlash. Um, that was, like... It's still very like, subtle, you know. It was subtle sometimes, or sometimes it was very loud. But like, it's still pervasive. I feel like it's still mm-hmm. like we're still seeing the like the remnants. Yeah. Oh, in a big way. In a- Helen Keller was from like a hundred years ago, and she was like a radical socialist that believed in like racial equality and gender equality and like disability equality. She's and like from Alabama, by the way. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's just, like, I feel like it's crazy when I look at the historical context, and it's, like, these are not new ideas. Like, people literally were, like, anarchists, like, 100 years ago that were, like, totally into people it. People just acting brand new about it. Every time it comes they up, are, people just, like, yeah. acting like the first time they ever heard of that concept. Yeah. Whenever it happens. Shout out to Helen Keller. Helen Keller. <laughs> um, this is a yeah. Helen Keller podcast now. Sorry. Oh, my God. We should do that. We have, like, a Helen Keller podcast. <laughs> Let's talk about her. Let's talk about her life. Oh my god, that would be great. I would love that. Emma yeah, like, she's um, rad. So yeah, and then um, Rebecca fixes her. And then fixes. Yep. They go back to the lunchroom, and DJ's wearing a fluorescent, glow in the dark, oh, crazy green, green and orange, granimals oh, outfit. It's like so, like she's wearing like a green culotte with a matching green blazer, and like a, a bl- loose blade, like a loose blazer. Yeah. And a green top to go with it. No, like, it's, it's orange. Or an orange top, and then yeah. like, but she's like glow in the dark. Like, oh. turn the lights off, you can still see her. It's just, it's so, it's so bright. And Kimmy, what she she's doing neon pink mm-hmm. with yeah, some with really some cute. neon yellowy green accents. Yeah, yeah, love um, it. I love that. And then I feel like Kimmy. We learned that Kimmy has lunch with her now, so she's not gonna have to eat alone anymore. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the universe is um, rewarding DJ for like going back and like <gasps> she's getting yeah. DJ's getting rewarded for like doing what she's mm-hmm. doing you're penalized in this culture both by like possessed full house houses and by society if you transgress yeah i feel like the house both is things are true their house is <laughs> oppressive um and then so like she's rewarded for like going back to her cute wholesome ways like having her friend mm. join her again and like and then yeah. they like um they see these two other girls at the table and they introduce themselves with their full first and last names. Mm-hmm. And I was like, when's the last time you introduced yourself first and last name to someone? <laughs> you literally were like, Heather, do you even know my last name? Yeah, I was like, do you know my last name? And I was like, 
I don't know. I, like, I don't know. Time. I don't tell people. Maybe name. I'll never know. You'll just don't, always be don't like, know, a, like don't, a Madonna. Don't look, don't look for it. Just I know. Like, yeah, it'll be a mystery to just me. Just be Melita. Because you. as you heard in the beginning of the podcast, or if it gets cut, I don't know. But we're we're new friends. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited about making it happen. Yeah. Literally, don't even. <laughs> but never know your learn last it. Name. Never learn it though. <laughs> don't ever learn it. Don't ever spill it, Jen. <laughs> don't ever say it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they introduced him to his first and last name. And it's very, it's like a very, it was weird. It's a clunky line. She was like, I'm, I'm DJ Tan. No, like, say, she, I don't know if the girl introduced herself. I'm, I'm I think Rachel like, Dawson. This is my friend, Kimberly Burkowski. Yeah. And he like, says, I'm DJ Tanner. This is my friend, Kim Kimber- Gibbler. Kimberly Gibbler. Like, why? Like, she doesn't say like Kimberly. Chunky, like, clunky lines. It is like, weird. It's so, like, why did they do that? I don't know. I don't know. It just stood out for me. It's like, when's the last time I, like, told someone my, my last name? Yeah, it's also, weird. People can Google you. Though. You can. I feel like you learn it. Like you can yeah. learn it. Like by proxy. But I don't know the last time. Like someone actually told me their first and last name. Yeah. Even in school, if you have the same name as another kid, it's like that's Zach A, and I'm uh-huh. Zach C, or like exactly. what, Dylan, or Dylan whatever, L. whatever their names are. I don't know what kids' names are. Kaylin and Brantley these days. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're done. We did it. That's it. Oh my god! <laughs> I could talk about this forever. I love it so much. Thank this you for great. having me here. We did a good job. You did a great job. Actually. Oh my god! Thank you. Um, this was so fun. Yeah, do you want people to follow you on social media? Um, no, I just like retweet socialists. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have like that interesting of a social media presence. <laughs> I don't. Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> Rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast if you like it. You should. It's good. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> do it. <laughs>